Welcome to Rice Roll with Isla and Godfrey. When sleeves get rolled up and shit gets real. Mm-hmm. I'm Isla. And I'm Godfrey, and we are queer first-generation Asian Canadians living in Toronto that wanted to start a podcast. What you'll find on the show is us at our core essence, being authentically ourselves, where we'll be talking about current events, pop culture, love, and life in general. Maybe some food, maybe some alcohol, maybe some beverages, who knows? And whatever else makes us feel good. So, on today's episode, aka episode one, woo, our first episode, woo. we are starting off a new year in 2020, and it's a brand new decade. Good lord. Oh my god. <laughs> That's scary. Well, there's no better time. No, there is no better time than to talk about new year intentions. Now, you might be wondering why I don't call them New Year's goals, because goals are just too rigid. Let's be real. They're too rigid. So we're going to start off this new decade, this new year, with intentions. I think I really like the word intentions, to be quite frankly honest, just because like you can always intend on mm-hmm. doing something, mm-hmm. and you can always shift, like depending on your situation, um, you know, life brings us lots of different challenges and obstacles, and when you have goals, I find most people try to be very specific and you try to make them measurable some people might call them smart goals but uh, i find that it's just very it's very like work related almost it's too it's too rigid so intentions i find are a bit more flexible and you can kind of go with the flow and change them as you see fit um so i mean isla what do you what what are your intentions for 2020 oh my gosh so many so many intentions um I'm a person who likes to compartmentalize my life where professional is professional and personal is personal and there's it's that black and white that's why intentions work for my personal life but they obviously cross over to my professional life Um, but this year and this decade because I've reached a place in my point where I'm good professionally I really want to focus on myself and what does that look like I really want my biggest intention is to practice self-love and self-care. Preach it. Because, girl, it's harder said than done. You know, I've been seeing my therapist for so long, and he finally, I checked in with him last week at the start of the year and told him, like, what's up? This is what I've been going through. I haven't seen you in a while. I wanted to check in because self-care matters to me, and that means my mental health and my physical health and my emotional health. Um, so we just did a, ra- a, ra- a nice little rundown of my last year, and he's like, girl, you do not need to see me as often as you did. You are good. Just keep doing what you're doing. You are grounded. Your calmness around you is good. I'm like, great. You don't want my benefits money? I'm still going to see you when I can because I can. I have that luxury. But really, self-care and self love are, are really things that's hard to achieve um, so that's one of my biggest intentions the next thing is really to be more sustainable and sustainable and that is more even for the environment and with the things I want to accomplish in life and that kind of like goes into self-love and self-care so what does that mean realistically is learning to say no learning to set boundaries for myself, mm-hmm. right? Um, so when I say being more sustainable, is living a sustainable life. Cool. Um, 
Absolutely. Like it's uh, it's all about the endurance, right? Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, I totally see what you're saying because it's not about, um, you know, doing everything in a really, really quick way just to get it done. But like mm-hmm. you have to think about whether or not you can do this in the long term. Mm-hmm. Like is it sustainable for your physical health, mm-hmm. your mental health? And, mm-hmm. and that kind of lends itself to work. So I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. And um, another thing is being more open. Um, so my really good friend who passed away, her, one of her last few words to myself and to the community was stay open. And as someone who's considered a late bloomer queer person, having realized I'm not fully straight in the last five years, I need, I have to do a lot of unlearning. And what this, what that means is being open to new situations, new friends, new ideas, which is hard to do when I'm 30, stuck in my ways and stuck with my friends, you know. So that's I, I need to make I need to make the con- a conscious effort to be more open to new possibilities. I think that's a great intention. I mean, um, the the framework that you kind of outlined in terms of where you come from as a as a queer person and coming into it only as like very recently like mm-hmm. only five years ago I don't know what that's like because I can't even remember the day like I kid you not don't remember well I do remember um when I came out like a, and I came out like a long long time ago like I don't even I don't physically actually remember the feeling of having to feel like I have to unlearn things. Like yeah. I kind of just grew into it. Yeah. And I did have to fight my battles. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But um, at this day and age, like you said, when you're when you're you know late twenties, early thirties, and you're kind of you know a full grown adult, having to unlearn and relearn things, it can be challenging. Mm-hmm. So I think being open and staying open is a huge intention, and it's broad enough that I think you can continue to apply that in all aspects of mm-hmm. your life. So I think one of the reasons why I really align with the word intention is because it's broad like you really can focus in on the more of the wins Mm -hmm. than like oh well I didn't do it so I didn't I didn't meet that goal like if you can just readjust the framework of your intention and say like well you know what today I only did this Mm -hmm. but it still fits into this alignment of your intention to be open then that uh, that definitely uh, can be helpful to keeping track on your on those on those intentions it's true and it's gonna be a journey um, and I find that also this podcast is one of those places where I can actively talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's an accountability podcast for me. Absolutely. That's my personal thing too. It's like, oh, where was I? Like last month did I achieve certain things? But I've always believed that, um, even though I'm first generation Filipino Canadian where failure's not an option because... I came from nothing. I started. My parents started with nothing here, and now you're here. Um, and I've, I'm, the fruits of their labor has definitely, like, I've benefited from it. Um, but for me, it's failure. It's it's never about a failure. I never looked at things being a failure. It's more of an opportunity to grow, mm-hmm. right? So um, I think it's about reshaping your mindset um, and creating healthy habits, which aren't easy. Um, and it's it takes a lot of self-awareness and self-reflection which um hard to do because you can go down a rabbit hole but oh I go down that rabbit hole like every night like Mm -hmm. I am classic when it comes to overthinking and really kind of almost dwelling on things too much and 
that, that's mm-hmm. the Gemini in me, unfortunately. But um, I, I, I like the idea of um, of really trying to find your inner self mm-hmm. and like continuously talking about um, things that may be challenging. So whether that be through the podcast, whether that be through your day-to-day interactions, I think as long as you continue to uncover and speak out and speak up about things that you feel are uncomfortable, that you might still be discovering about yourself, it'll only make things a bit more um, in the long term comfortable to achieve and, and talk and talk about. I love how you said uh, speak up and speak out. So I'm really into astrology mm. <laughs> as of late. Um, my really good friend is into that vibe and she always sends me horoscopes and anything and everything to do with astrology and this year this one Instagram artist uh, Instagram um, influencer that I follow had this really good quote on um, on what it is to be a Scorpio um, and it just talked about this is going to be the year for me to speak up mm-hmm. and use my voice and I will be heard and here you are and, yeah, right <laughs> so this is it um, but moving moving forward my last um, biggest intention would be to really stay active and what that means is stay active intellectually and physically intellectually because I'm in uh, a job I've been in doing my job for a very long time where it's become repetitive and it doesn't stimulate my brain as much as it should Um, that just is what what happens so I've made it a point to you know actively seek out new um, new theories or new new uh, books that that stimulate my soul and my my brain. You know, I think I think that resonates me with me a lot as well. I think when, once we go down my list of intentions, um, they kind of correlate. Um, I have something similar on my list as well. Just because if you don't find things that will stimulate for yourself, no one's going to do it for you. Like no one's going to come and tell you like force you to read something no one's going to force you and put you through a course Mm -hmm. you have to find something that you are equally passionate in in learning about and be interested in uh, developing or else like no one's going to do it for you so at the end of the day in order for you to continue to feel engaged whether that be through Mm -hmm. your work whether that be through your own hobbies or 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 something that you just want to develop as um on the side of your desk just because you want to try something new mm. I really empower everyone to like at least in 2020 like that's what I'm gonna do is to try something new and to really put some time and effort into um, looking for something that they feel uh, passionate about to learn and to better themselves because you know the only person who looks at for you is you yep so yep and it doesn't always whatever stimulates your brain doesn't always have to to you know have a direct impact or benefit aka like a financial gain right it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to it just feeds your soul exactly right it could be anything and everything Um, that's the beauty of intentions and of setting intentions right it doesn't have to have an immediate outcome no as long as long as you feel good about it right like for example like for me Personally, I mean, when we, when we get down to my list, like one of the things that I have wanted to strive to do better for myself personally is to like just listen, like try not to talk over people and just be a better listener overall. And uh, sometimes I get really excited. I'm a big chatty Kathy, so sometimes I just have so many things I just want to spew out and uh, and I chime in. And, and as great as it is to continue the conversation, 
um, I also realize that I want to empower people to finish mm. their thought as well because then those are where those are where the conversations really are at the full maximum like 100% because you let everyone get to their point they get their whole idea through and there's no interruption so I'm trying my best to do that and, and those are like conscious intentions that I have that I personally am building to develop and they don't have to be um, like a course or anything like that but at the end of the day those are all just like self-improvement self-empowerment things yeah so love it that's uh, pretty much it for mine, and I think it's it's going to it's always evolving. Uh, my list of intentions. It's something I reflect on every day. Um, I have a little whiteboard in my room, and I write them down and I look at it. Um, I also it's like a vision board. Yeah, it's a vision board. I have to, and I always start and end my day with saying how grateful I am. Well, that's nice. I yeah. definitely don't do that enough. Yeah. If, if at all, it I sets, probably it should to start. set the tone, man. Like, I should, like, there's days I don't want to come into work, but I got to remember, like, you know what? All is going to be good. Yeah. I've tried. I woke up. Yeah. You know what? That's, that's the first step, right? Like, um, at the end of the day, sometimes, like, the first step is getting up. Second step is, like, actually getting ready. And third step mm. is actually getting yourself up and going to work. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, every step is is a, a step you, forward exactly so like I think if you if you take one step at a time and continue to see it as like a as an accomplishment step by step or piece by piece then then you're good to go yeah I think if you're talking about my list of intentions one thing I know for a fact this year I really want to do better at is uh, just doing a better job at saving money like I know like most people our age um, finances aren't necessarily like a forte um, partially I blame that for personally for myself is I don't I don't seek out uh, the opportunities to better myself when it comes to financial literacy which is something <laughs> I do need to be better at but I think overall like I think I can speak on everyone around our age that everyone in general needs to just do a better job at saving money learning about um, you know tax-free savings accounts and, and doing mm -hmm. you know investment portfolios all that stuff and and, and I say this, this stuff now but like it took a couple years for me to like even know what some of these things are yeah. and uh, I am trying to keep a better track of my spending habits. Um, so even simple things like trying to make mass meal, sorry, mass make all my meals, whether that be dinners or lunches, I'm going to try and stay on top of it and try to eat less out. I'm going to try and drink less, even though everyone around, everyone who knows me knows I am oh. quite a bit of a, yep. a You know how to enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. So it's about not turning that those moments where you're enjoying into habits. Yes. Right? And making it like every day. Yeah. Kind of vibe. Which we were. Yeah. That, I mean, that, I would say I, I was guilty of that too. Like yeah. this is why I'm trying to be dry this January. Likewise. <laughs> Likewise. And, and I think I'm trying to keep it. And you know, what? I'm testing out for January. Like I'm doing dry, dry January right now. It's going not too bad. Um, I might have slipped up like once or twice, but um, it's going to be a year-long, you know, trial. Like. I know that there will be slip-ups here and there, but the, the the intention is to reduce the consumption, and, yeah. and it's it's for it's for money purposes, it's for my health, exactly. So they kind of all like segue into each other, um, and then this segues into my next bullet point on my list, which is essentially to stay busy and stay active, and that's a pretty broad intention. Um, the the intention there really is to when I say stay busy, whether that be finding hobbies, finding uh, whether that be finding a creative outlets such as this podcast, 
or being plugged into a community, like trying to find myself um, a place that I can contribute to. So um, I recently joined a um, an organization called Venture Out. Um, they manage a uh, year uh, year long uh, conference called a uh, well called Venture Out, and it's an LGBT conference within the tech sphere. And they they, they basically plan it for the whole year, and then it, it gets executed within two days. And it's very aligned with uh, with what I do at work. So I've been plugged into community there. I am uh, joining more like leagues in terms of sports, and I'm not a sporty person per se, but um, I just do. I just want to do more and stay busy and stay active, be more, be outdoors, and just try and put myself out there. Really. No, I hear you. Um, it's about consistency, mm-hmm. I think. Um, because and it's about back to my. I resonate with that when I talk about sus- being sustainable because. Um, as someone who also I run a business, a sustainable business out in another country, and I'm also active within my Filipino Canadian community, it's hard to find that balance, mm-hmm. right? So um, the intention is to stay active, but also to create those boundaries and healthy boundaries because we need we need to be plugged in. We mm-hmm. need and we need to have um, those opportunities to shine and to help one another, not just because we it makes us feel good because there's a need for it right Mm -hmm. um but it's about being consistent um that's the hardest part of course now you brought up your business i mean i don't know too too much about your business why don't you shed some light a little bit on it just because i am i am curious sometimes you bring it up and and i know that i know that you have apparel and 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 it's sustainable but i kind of want to dive into that just a teensy little bit if you don't mind so i run uh my the business that i run it's a sustainable social enterprise in the Philippines. Um, we upcycle textiles and turn them into travel accessories. Wow. Uh, the name of my vi- business is called Viajes de Mercado. It means travel market. Good Lord, I'm not going to try and say that. Yes. Uh, we're on Insta, Viajes, V-I-A-J-E-S dot P-H. Um, so yeah, everything is uh, made by local sewers up in the mountain provinces of the Philippines where I'm from. I'm from the mountains, girl. Have you seen oh, my cast? mountain girl. Yeah, girl. It's real. Um, <laughs> She'll be coming around <laughs> when she comes. Um, yeah, so this, I've had this business for about two years. I've always wanted to go into a social enterprise type business. Mm. Um, and I had the opportunity to do it with my mom because she's retired and she needed something to do. I'm like, listen, let's do this. I want to do this. I want to create some sort of education plat- workshop series for the local farmers and, and their wives and whatnot. So that's constantly happening. It's hard. When Look at you. You're you're a you're a woman in tech. You're a woman. You're a woman entrepreneur. Like you are just you know. And now you're now you now you're doing podcasts. <laughs> this is just for my own pleasure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just a little bit about it. Um, again, my biggest problem with doing all those things is staying consistent mm-hmm. and, and but also not beating myself up if I don't. If I miss a if I miss a day posting on social media, absolutely, or miss a day talking to one of my staff members back home, like I'm not gonna beat myself no. up. Life happens. Absolutely. Like, like I think what we have to realize is this is why intentions are different from goals. Is intentions are fluid, and we're allowed to make mistakes because we're all on our own journeys, mm-hmm. and our journeys are defined by the intentions that we make. That are also the intentions that we make are due to what we've experienced in life whether that be good or or ugly right and a lot of times it's ugly 
And that's when you seek help and you seek help from your friends, your therapist, girl, let me tell you. Oh, I need to get myself one of those. But I think the common denominator I find with what we're talking about here is there's a lot of, there's a human aspect to it. Mm -hmm. There is, um, there is someone there to keep you accountable, whether that be your mom for mm-hmm. your business, whether that be me for the podcast, mm-hmm. whether that be um, your colleagues when it comes to work or anything else that you're part of. It's, it's There's a lot of human aspects to it where you can always ask someone to keep you accountable. So I think that's kind of where you can lean on, lean on a support system. Yeah, so. very important. Um, and I think another thing that I really want to, in, that I, work on as part of my intentions for 2020 and beyond is uh, putting myself out there like I am a social person I do what I do decently when it comes to social settings but I've been told that I can really up my game a little bit more so I have been cursed with a pretty serious case of RBF and for those of you um, who are listening who don't really know um, what RBF stands for it's called uh, it stands for resting bitch face and for those of you who actually know me in person like it's it's pretty bad like I, I get it from my mom like if we have pictures side by side and, and both of us have pretty much just like a like a, like a, by default my face just sits at like a static frown slash like scowl so I just don't look very nice slash approachable and I and I don't mean to have it that way like a lot of people ask me like are you mad or are you upset and I'm really not I'm really genuinely generally just a happy go lucky kind of guy but 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 because of just the way my face rests I suppose (laughs) uh, it can be interpreted differently Uh, so usually the the common feedback I get is like is that when they when people talk to me they're like oh wow like you're so approachable you're so talkative and you're so um, you know upbeat and positive but you know when I first met you like I, I I that was not what I had thought like you look unapproachable you you look upset or mad or you just look really serious and definitely serious when I first met you I was like oh this girl means business I mean I do <laughs> yes but I'm like okay pay attention this is what's up like that is that's the presence and when you walk into a room which is not all that bad okay like and I think people just when some of them are just it's not warranted yeah you may have an RBF (laughs) but if if anyone has some level of emotional intelligence they can read between the lines well I hope so pretty transparent with how you like I can tell when you're mad no, oh, I'm pretty yeah, sure most everyone people can. can. But that doesn't, it doesn't, you don't need, I, anyone can walk into a room and know that, right? Of course, so. yeah. So I think beyond that, like, I need to put myself out there and, like, obviously the, the intention is to be more active in thinking about, you know, how my face rests. Mm-hmm. So I will try and put on a bit more of a smile on as a default. Um, and the other thing is really to not be a wallflower. And part of the reason why I feel like I have been doing that, like, it's, it, it all comes down to confidence. Like, so when you were talking about self-love and self-care, mm-hmm. um, that kind of feeds into the confidence piece. Um, I think bringing back to, you know, us being queer, first-generation Asian Canadians, like, when I first immigrated here when I was five, like, the first thing you want to do when you immigrate here um, is to assimilate. Like, yep. you want the quickest way to yep. assimilate. You want to learn the language. You want to, you want to, you know, you want to fit in. Like, yep. the main thing is to fit in. You want to go to the store where all the other cool kids get their clothes, whether that be from La Senza, whether that be from, you know, Stitches, yep. or, like, whatever that may be. Like, that was, the, I mean, I'm saying those stores now because that was what was in then. 
and yeah, totally. um, they were yeah so like <laughs> not to, not to date myself yeah. but um you know you try to fit in and i think um when you see like the media when you're out in public like when i was a kid growing up like there, there is a standard out there of like you know how tall you should be, like gener- like you know what color skin you should have, and like you know how you should dress, how you should act. You know, are you acting too feminine for someone who's who's a, who's a guy? Are you acting too masculine for someone who's who's a girl? So mm-hmm. there, there, there's so there's so many um, standards like yeah. that um, that I think really put me in a box and I'm trying to break out now but um, I'm still sometimes get brought back into the box so I don't feel super confident so I'm trying to work on that no I hear you Um, I think as a a first generation Filipino Canadian assimilation is in our blood girl like Mm -hmm. uh, colonization we've been colonized 300 for 350 years if anything we know how to assimilate (laughs) so we lose a sense of our identity Mm -hmm. so when I first came here I actually was like oh cool I didn't I would just went with the flow and then oh I was the opposite I was like where where, where do I get in yeah where do I get into the cool table <laughs> I went with the flow and but then my school was pretty diverse mm. then I moved when I was in grade seven and eight to a school where it was mostly Filipinos and I didn't know how to fit in mm. and I thought I was like oh my gosh I don't I had, I had, an, I had an identity crisis in high school too like for the first year in ninth grade yeah because the school that I went to was like kid you not like it was 50% Chinese yeah. and 50% white people. Oh, wow. And like there was barely, there were barely any um, like Indians or or like uh, uh, Middle Eastern uh, people or, or even any African Americans. Mm-hmm. Like it was all Chinese or white, like that was it. Yeah. And all the white kids, I, I would not say all, but like most of the white kids come from like rich families. Yeah. And then the Asian kids came from, came from like money as well. So I was kind of just like in the middle and I was trying to find my, find my, way and I spend a little time with the Chinese kids mm-hmm. spend some time with the white kids and like you I made was just, your rounds I made my rounds I had yeah. to like test the waters and see what felt comfortable to me but like I, I was friends with everybody yeah. but it was just it was tough to find like your voice and find who your your, your true self is mm-hmm. and, and at the end of the day like I'm still trying to find that sometimes because because sometimes a lot of the time um, when we're kids we get influenced by who we're with so mm-hmm. you have to really dive deep down inside to figure out who that is and it's it takes time like i you know it's about what your core is your core values and even though you change on the outside what your core values what makes you uncomfortable when you were like 10 years old will probably still make you uncomfortable mm-hmm. when you're 20 25 30 yeah. because that deep down is not who you are as a person yeah um and it takes a while it takes a lot of learning to get to that point where you can identify what 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 makes you really feel what makes you tick and mm-hmm. and find your and then find your people exactly right? so yeah. so yeah so I my intention is to work on the confidence piece and the and not being wallflower and definitely the RBF um, and then I guess like just to kind of close it off like really just making sure I spend most of my time um, carefully and mindfully to be with family whether they be real family or chosen family mm. and to just be with friends and really we just weed out the the negative people like one of the one of my favorite sayings is um pick the weeds and kept the flowers and really like the people that i want to keep around are the flowers like mm. my my family my chosen family and my friends and weed out all the weeds like the, yeah, the, 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 i only have 24 hours in a day and you know seven days a week and you know and and most of us work like on average 40 hours a week if not more we're in events sometimes it scales up sometimes scales down 
And I only have so many hours in a day to really be with people I love. Like, why would I spend, you know, time with people who just don't bring value or fulfill me in my life yeah. day to day? Yeah. So trying to be mindful and, 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 and curate the people around you. It's all about the quality. No, totally. And not just spending time with other people, but spending time with yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, I need time to decompress mm-hmm. from all of all of them. Yeah. From all of them. Like, last year, I made it, my intention was to spend more time with family. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from all the weddings that I attended, um, it was just all about family. Uh, connection. And yeah. connection. And weeding out even all the toxic family members. I don't see them. I, I refuse to see them at this point. Like, I will, it's no longer a social obligation for me to see my uncle on on his birthday. Like, no. You, if they're toxic, forget them. Just they're not mar- worth just, your time. Just Marie Kondo them. Yeah, man. Marie Kondo. <laughs> I think we need to Marie Kondo our our personal life every oh, yeah. every quarter oh, as sad, or every month every week you should be reflecting on that yeah because if it doesn't bring you joy like just throw it out like just what, what why, why are you keeping it around like because mm-hmm. there's history i mean there's a time and place for everything and my my feeling is that maybe that friendship was good for you for for a certain period of your life but if you've moved on to a different phase like maybe you need to reconsider whether that friend or that specific friendship is mm-hmm. meaning for meaningful for you at your current state or in the future, you know? So those are things to consider. And uh, and definitely um, segues, like I said, to my like final, final point would be just, just be happy in the moment. I think we always try to strive to find like the nitty gritty, like things that irk us, um, whether that be at work, whether that be in a relationship, whether that be with friends, like, oh, well, so-and-so was late or well, so-and-so didn't invite me to something. Well, you know, let's try and focus on the good stuff and be happy in the moment and I think those are those are hard it's hard it's, it, might, it might sound easy just saying like oh well I'm gonna be happy in the moment but if you if you really reflect and say like well you know what like this person canceled on me but let's look at the bright side now I have more time for myself so but that's just like a simple kind of um example but I'm sure there are broader examples out there that we can kind of dive into um but what, what do you think about that that is why I try to Every time I go to bed and I wake up, I I say what I'm grateful for. Uh, I definitely don't do that enough. Yeah. We, I know I tend to always look. It's a type A in me, but the type A in always looking at the shit that doesn't matter, and then I dwell on those things and I just waste so much energy. So it's about seeing what's in front of you and being thankful for that. And for me, what's in front of me is you right now. Oh, well. Because we're recording this podcast, but typically it's my cat. Oh, (laughs) well, you're welcome for my presence. (laughs) Well, anywho, I I think, and then I think between the two of us, like outside of our list, I think we kind of already talked about it, but we both intend on like continuing our travel plans. I think travel is huge for both of us when it comes to um, being, you, you said kind of setting time for ourselves and being with ourselves. That's usually when I have time for myself to kind of like decompress and get away. So mm-hmm. I think we can kind of align on the travel piece, don't you yeah, think? Totally. Yeah, Every year, ever since I turned 18, I've always left the province at the bare minimum. Yep. Because I need that, that's for my mental health. And honestly, I don't even think it has to be like that grand grandiose. Like it can be like a big trip to Southeast Asia, or it could be a trip to Europe. But realistically, if you don't have, when and when I'm saying this because in terms of intentions for the people listening who may not be um, as uh, fortunate when it comes to finances or passports or anything anything like that or visas, um, try and find time to go 
visit someplace that you've never been, even locally. So whether that be another part of the city, whether that be just outside the city, go check out a small town um, that's north of your city. It can be something as simple as that. It can be uh, just a nice escape, you know, yeah. from your daily surroundings. Yeah. Well, um, that's it for our first podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're always looking to build a community, so please, please, please be, feel free to reach out to us at ricerollpodcast at gmail.com. If you guys want relationship advice or you want us to chime in on your life story, any of your hardships, you want career feedback or advice, not that I can give you that money, but happy to chime in. Or if you want to talk about your friendships, let us know and we can unwrap that at our next Rice Roll. I'm Isla. And I'm Godfrey and that's been your fill of Rice Roll this month. Mm -hmm.